0: Years ago, when I was still a teenager, my friend Justin and I would often go longboarding at night. As my friends and I were quite the night elves, we loved the freedom of almost never seeing another road the roads or the paths we frequented. Even when using main roads, it would be very rare to see a car out so late in such a rural area, and you could always see and hear them coming from a very far away distance, due to their headlights and the noise of the vehicle disrupting the peaceful silence of the night. We were really into it at the time and would often ride our boards for miles and miles, sometimes not arriving home until the sun was up. One particular night, we decided to ride a few miles away from our usual back roads to take one of our favourite hidden routes. It began with a narrow, paved path that was the only piece of land separating two sides of a long lake. It would often sink under due to rain and we wanted to seize the opportunity to use it before it rained and went underwater again. It was roughly two miles long and was extremely relaxing to ride through due to the scenery. After making it to the end of the lake, we decided to continue moving and turn into a very close path that leads directly into a densely wooded wilderness preservation. As we came up to the first hill, We looked down at the bottom into the blackness. We both noticed what appeared to be a tiny moving ball of dim light down there. It moved so strangely. It was extremely difficult to make out what it was. Rather than shine our flashlight down, we curiously watched it for a few moments, whispering to each other about what it could possibly be. All at once, the small light turned into multiple blinding lights and extremely loud revving sounds, overwhelming our senses that had become accustomed to the dark and silence. Acting purely on fear, we instantly turned around and ran as fast as we could, hearing yelling and revving gaining behind us. By sheer luck, we managed to run off path into a very dark, very overgrown hole on the side of a hill overlooking where we had just come from. We decided to hide in the natural dugout of this hill, hoping the plants and darkness would be enough to protect us from whatever was happening out there. We watched our pursuers ride up to where we had originally been standing. There were four men, two on four wheelers, and two on full-sized motorcycles. They were yelling at each other about something but we couldn't make out what they were saying due to the distance we had covered. We felt safe enough to whisper very softly to each other and speculated who these people could be. Their first thought was they might be park rangers of some kind, although we had never seen one here in the many times we had been here, and honestly we doubted that this county had the budget or even a desire to have anyone patrol the deep woods at night. Besides that, these men were on vehicles entirely inappropriate for paved bike trails and they were very angry at something. They called out to us for a while. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end. What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yelling things like, We know you're out there, and we can see you. Come out! We stayed silent and decided to call their bluff instead of running. Eventually, we clearly heard one of the men yell, Find them now! and smash a bottle. That had erased any hope we had that these were just park rangers. We watched them split up each of them going a different way down a series of paths on their vehicles, including the path we came from. It took us what felt like ages to even move. We were frozen in terror inside that dugout, watching the lights from the vehicles travel through the woods and paths, one of them already coming full circle and passing the point he started from. I thought about calling for help, but I was too afraid to open my mouth in fear that even the smallest amount of light would give away our location. After waiting for the lights of the vehicles to reach the farthest distance yet, we finally summoned the nerve to get up and try to run somewhere far enough from these people to make a call to safety. We ran as hard and as fast as we could through the woods. Since their headlights gave away their location on these paths, we could hide again whenever we felt they were getting too close. Our available hiding spots were getting progressively worse as the woods became less dense, and the fear I felt waiting for one of them to drive past us while basically only being covered in leaves and planes may still be unmatched to this day. Finally, we emerged from the woods onto the intersection of the two main roads, far from where we had started. We ducked down into the ditch to call for help. When I opened my phone, I noticed I had recent missed calls from one of our friends, Connor, who we were supposed to meet up with after our long board excursion. I called him and frantically asked where he was. Luck was with us again. He hadn't given up on our plans despite us ignoring him, and was only a few miles away. Already heading in our direction, I gave him the names of the two streets where we were near the corner of and explained that we needed picked up right away. He agreed to speed over to us while Justin and I waited in hiding. Thankfully, Connor arrived before any of those men did. They bolted into the back seat of his car, yelling for him to get out of there, and he took off. Relief doesn't begin to describe what I felt being safely driven home after everything I had just experienced. After explaining everything that happened to Connor, we ended up just moving on with our night and decided not to call the police. We figured they would have gone by the time any officer had made it out there and we would only be putting ourselves at risks by admitting to breaking the law by taking those paths so late at night. I still have no idea what happened or who those people were. I've been told all kinds of theories from friends and family that have heard this story. Some think we walked right up to a huge drug deal, just annihilated and admitted to each other that, even when the revving started, we couldn't see. Our minds both went straight to chainsaw-welding horror movie serial killer. So I suppose it could have been much worse. Frustratingly enough, whatever those men thought we saw that made them want to catch us so badly, we never actually saw. We'll never really know, I suppose.